0: And welcome to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. My name is Victoria, and I'm your host on this galactic adventure through all things Star Wars, film and television, toys, theme parks, video games, and more. Welcome, welcome, you guys. It's the first episode of 2021. And I thought we'd do something different this time by inviting all of the contributors to Cantina Chatter onto the show. So we could just have a little uh, little chat, discuss anything that uh, we want to talk about with, regarding Star Wars. Uh, I don't have any notes. I don't have any format. This is a fir- the first time we've done something like this. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. And I think I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, each of you guys here. Anyone that's listened to the show before knows your your voices. Uh, we're going to put the video for this on YouTube, which is a first. And uh, I want to make that a more regular thing going forward. So uh, first up, we have Tom Chorlton, who is a uh, collecting correspondent on Cantina Chatter. Tom, how are you doing? I'm
1: great, Victoria. Very, very good. Have a have a delicious gin and tonic here to help me uh, be less nervous on camera. And i um, excited to talk about Star Wars.
0: Nice, nice. I hear you there. I've got mm-hmm. my uh, Italian... Uh, canned wine here that doesn't show up on the camera for some reason. Um, and then we have Dano from the Dano channel on on YouTube. And uh, Dano, uh, you are the contributor for Theme Park. So we've talked Galaxy's Edge a couple of times. Uh, thank you for being here with us.
2: Yeah, no problem. I've got my Galaxy's Edge Oga's Cantina mug with a croissant cooler since we're all showing off our drinks today. But Ooh. yeah, I'm excited to hang out love
0: and it. talk Star Wars love for a bit it, with you it. guys. Nice. And then we have Adam, who is our contributor for games. Adam, how are you doing?
3: Hi, I am very well, thank you. Um, virtually nothing in the background, a uh, bit of a Godzilla poking through the side of the frame. And I have water, um, mainly because I was going to make a cup of tea because I'm that essentially English. Uh, but uh, And I don't drink alcohol, so...
0: What are you gonna do? <laughs> Water's hey, water. You know it's essential, right? It's one of the ingredients to life. So. <laughs> I make you
1: know. a pitcher yeah. of black iced tea and drink it every single day.
3: I, I'm I'm not a fan of cold tea. <laughs> nah, nah. To, to us, tea is just tea. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, uh, I grew up with iced teas. So I, 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 you know, in Texas, yes, but we drink all the time. So, yeah, absolutely love tea. Uh, and then we have uh, Dave Jurassic Dave ninety three who uh, contributes uh, on TV and film on the show. And uh, we've talked Jurassic before in, on uh, in on Cantina Chat in the past, I think. So, uh, Dave, thanks for being here as well.
4: Hey guys, thanks for having me. It's nice to uh, see everyone's faces for once and talk some Star Wars and stuff. It's going to be fun been pretty boring here this uh, winter, not seeing a whole lot of people, and we're going to make this uh, fun.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I'm excited about uh, doing this, and I see your Ghostbusters in the back, that is so cool.
4: Uh, yeah, I, just, I uh, just put that little shelf there, the whole desk behind me here was just stuff, and I, that was everything that was on my desk, I'm just making space, tightening it up. <laughs> nice. Is that the
1: vintage uh, uh, Ecto-1?
4: Yes, that's my childhood one, and I just recently stripped all the stickers and put new stickers on it and cleaned it up. But yeah, that's, that's the one I awesome. had when I was a kid
1: My heart mm-hmm.
0: Yeah um, So yeah, no, my room is under construction I'm sure some of you guys have seen um, What I've been working on i got a light project I've got things going on I'll show you guys when we're done with this um, But yeah, so right now I'm on the Death Star So hello from <laughs> outer space somewhere
5: <laughs>
3: Oh, that's beautiful <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't blow it up Not yet um, yeah, so what's good, guys? Uh, Mandalorian's been a huge, uh, thing lately in Star Wars. Um, yes. everything yeah. is about Mandalorian. You cannot escape it. The memes... Well, this uh, is the way. This is the way. Yeah, you have <laughs> people talking way. about it on the street that don't normally talk Star Wars. Like, I have relatives that don't care about Star Wars. or are talking about Mando. Uh, it's just such a huge thing right now, and I think that it's so cool to see everybody talking Star Wars.
3: Yeah. It's... It- one of my favourite things is that it's it's like it's something um, from that's come from Star Wars, come from Lucasfilm in recent times. That's just um, been a huge critical and commercial success, I would say would say as well. Just something that's universally beloved. Practically, I mean, um, of course, of course, uh, when you talk about the sequel uh sequel trilogy, for example, you can't really talk about them without. Had them having some divisions uh, within fan communities, and and of course, Star Wars movies are always going to have some divisions. Uh, but uh, I don't think there's been really, do, you know, those kinds of divisions with the Mandalorian, and I think that's I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. And and uh, yeah, absolutely, oh, oh man. I, I'm I'm still processing uh, a lot of season two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I still think about it a lot too. It's it was just. Um... I was really happy with it. A really satisfied fan here.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's. You, I think you nailed everything with that. This is probably one of yeah. the best times to be a Star Wars fan. I mean, I've been into it since about 95, 96 when I got into it as a kid, as a teenager. And just collecting-wise, the stuff that's available to us, the fact that we can talk about this Absolutely, stuff just more yeah. openly with more people who get it. That's yeah. it. That's that, I mean. That's what Star Wars has always been about for me. Was finding those friends who are like who are the who are the Star Wars people that that would you know at lunch we can sit and talk about Star Wars and talk about <laughs> oh did Boba Fett you know survive the Sarlacc and here we are years and years later and still talking about how did he get out and it's it's amazing that like
5: here oh, we yeah, are yeah. but now more people I mean, are
2: included in that conversation
1: back, so it's really
5: cool
2: back when I was in
1: college this was before Attack of the Clones came out a friend of mine named Glenn. Kept being on the Boba Fett's alive train. Boba Fett's totally alive, and I'm like, no, <laughs> he's not. He's dead. Boba Fett is dead, and I drew this big like drawing of him getting dragged into the Starlak pit, which is the big word. <laughs> Boba Fett is dead, and gave it to him. Just ah, and I, I I'm I have to go onto Facebook and be like, hey Glenn, you were right. Boba Fett, <laughs> Boba Fett's alive, <laughs> and actually an interesting character. I liked him in the show. Um, of course, yeah. Tamara Morrison just. Man, that guy! Every single thing that he's in. When he was in, uh, he was in Spartacus for a bit, right? Yeah, he was. He was like one of the the gladiator trainers in the, the Spartacus TV series. Excellent in that. Oh yeah. Um, even his minor role in Aquaman, mm-hmm. he, he just yes. he just he's I, just magnetic. He's, he's brilliant. Screen, magnetic.
3: Um, yeah, I, I've I've met a couple of the FET actors, Daniel Logan and Jeremy Bullock. And, like, Temuera Morrison is the one I want to meet. He is the, the, the uh, uh, top of my list, basically. And, you know, a part of that reason is, is because um, when I was uh, getting into Star Wars, I, I, I was introduced to it through the special editions in 97, and then, you know, the prequel trilogy came around. and I was like, brilliant, more Star Wars, you know. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. one of my favourite video games is uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter and that really broke down the concept of video games and movies and stuff being completely separate entities because in Bounty Hunter prequel to Attack of the Clones from Django Fett's side Temuera Morrison and Liana Walsman reprised their roles to me that absolutely blew my mind and you know because of I think it's because of that I Have such a fondness for Bounty Hunter, and um, and uh, because of that, I think Timothee became uh, one of my favorite actors as well. And and it's like and it's like I went to New Zealand in two thousand and four, and I saw his face on one of the museum video screens. I was like, <laughs> "That's Django <laughs> you know. So so you know, anytime I see him, I'm just you know extremely <laughs> excited. <laughs> and yeah, and I mean, and and. Um, if if I may, uh, at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1 when he came back you know, absolutely on top of the world, just like, is it him? Is it him? Is it him? He turns around, it's him! Yeah, and and you know the weird thing is, sorry for ramble here, but um, the weird thing is I had a theory like a day or two after that episode came out that um, he wasn't actually looking to get his armour back or anything because I saw one of these, you know, post-analysis videos on YouTube that said uh, that said, uh, "Fett is back and he wants his armor back." And I was like, wh- "Hang on a second, is he actually wanting his armor back?" Because he turns around, he walks away. So let's think about this. Is he's, is he's he's, he's the idea the, the thing about the Mandalorian is identity? I believe anyway, uh, and you know the Mandalorian's identity, and and it's like Boba Fett has one of the most twisted identities possible. He's a clone. Of a bounty hunter, who we now know is adopted by Mandalore. Anyway, my theory was completely wrong by the time he was introduced <laughs> back again,
1: <laughs> and I
3: found that hilarious.
1: <laughs> I, I, I do wonder if he'd been, you know, following the 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 um, the fellow that had the Boba Fett armor. Um, I don't remember yeah. the character's name. Cobb Vanth.
4: Yeah.
3: Why he didn't? Yes. Go to get yeah. the armor from
4: yeah. him,
1: but
3: yeah, yeah, because that that was another thing to my theory because it was like. Five years after the Return of the Jedi, was it? And yep. and it's like in all that time, you know, Boba Fett's the kind of resilient character who you'd think, if he wants something, he would be after. We'll, yeah, it. we'll find out in the book of Boba Fett, right? Yeah.
2: I had to change yeah. my background. Also, your your oh, yes. your story <laughs> reminded me of of this awesome oh, picture I got with everybody, awesome. all the Fets oh, in one room. Amazing. They even that's like awesome. did oh, a little video for me. It was so nice. I had to put that up because I was like, everybody's there. Oh, oh wow, that, that is so cool. That is so cool. That's amazing. I mean, I
3: mean, you know, rest. And it's from deep. years
2: ago, but it just got so much cooler this year after season two. Yes,
3: and of course, rest in peace, Jeremy Bullock as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I met him at my local comic con uh, a couple of years ago, which was incredible. And this was 2017. And I'd already met him at Star Wars Celebration Europe in 2016. And he actually remembered meeting me, which I thought was oh, really cool. Awesome. And, and He's like, uh, oh, I, you're the, I remember you. You're the one that was crying and sobbing, right? <laughs> threw, you threw yourself at of me. <laughs> well, yes, but... But, um, but uh, no, the beautiful thing, meeting him in Bradford, uh, my home city, uh, for their Comic-Con, was that he agreed to do an interview for my radio show i do a local community radio show he agreed to do, do an interview for that I, I got to talk to him not just about star wars but his other appearances in uh, james bond and doctor who and 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 a couple of hours later they were playing some acdc over the um, pa over the tannoy and he was air guitaring the monkeys out of that you know you have not been to a comic con unless you've seen jeremy bullock rock out to acdc that's great and it was
4: awesome <laughs>
5: that's cool
4: cool well what do you guys think uh i was always one of those people um too cool for school whatever i didn't uh care for boba fett too much because <laughs> everybody thought he was cool and i'm just like hey, he's just a bounty hunter or whatever and it really <laughs> brought me around on, on this season you know i was always like jango fett better you know he had a lot more to do in, in yeah. the prequel trilogy no for a boba was hype um, i don't yeah. know <laughs> I'm glad to agree That's
1: on the show. Fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Dave. It, it's, it, he, was, he was a cool action figure, right? And he didn't mm-hmm. do anything in the, in the movies. Yeah. He's just sort of like, he looks cool, which is okay. I yeah. think like everyone's yeah. forgetting that like he's clearly not the best one of those bounty hunters. The best one is Zuckus. <laughs> and there's not any love for Zuckus out there, right? Like He's obviously the best. He's He's got a big bug head, and he's kind of short and stocky, <laughs> which means he's tougher. He's ready to get in there. But no, we just keep talking about Boba Fett. Um, though I'll eat my own hat if Zuckus doesn't show up in the Book of Boba Fett. That'd
5: be cool. Oh, yeah. I want
2: to see everybody in Book of Boba Fett. I want Bosk, I want yeah. Zuckus, Forlom, all of them.
3: They have to, right? It, like, Yeah, no, they'll do that. Oh, yeah.
2: They, they have yep. to. They have to.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a Cad Bane fan as well, so I want him to, I want him to show up. Uh, even That'd if cool. he doesn't show up, I want him to... I, w- I want some idea of where he is at that point in, in like the timeline, because uh, obviously after the Clone Wars uh, Imperial Occupation there's literally nothing, there's like one sentence on the Legends section of his wiki, or Wikipedia, that says uh, he was also operating in, during the Imperial Occupation, it's like y- yeah, okay, give give us something
1: <laughs> I thought that the del- one of the deleted Clone Wars arcs was about Boba Fett and Cad Bane, and Boba Fett kills him in it hmm oh yeah the shootout um i hope yeah I, they they didn't make that into an actual thing let's 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 do away with that yeah and have cad bane mm-hmm. show up in the present because yeah, totally. i love cad bane i remember i mocked the heck out of cad bane when he was introduced like oh it's cad bane he's a bounty hunter he's got guns <laughs> coming out of guns <laughs> and like oh this is so ridiculous and then yeah it is ridiculous, but it's wonderfully ridiculous. I just, I, yeah, he's such a fun <laughs> character.
4: Whenever they introduce a new character, I feel like it's getting a, a new album from your favorite band or something, you know, and you don't, you don't really like the songs the first time you hear it with the more of the rotates on and you like it more and more. Cause it's, it's just me with like every new character. It's like, I don't know about this and I don't know if I'm gonna buy that action figure. And then I see two episodes and I'm like, yeah. gimme, 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 I need that one. You still don't no. have Zero the Hut. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hated Zero the Hutt. Oh, no. When no. I first saw Zero the Hutt, I was like, this is the worst thing Star Wars has ever done. I I was in the rare camp that loved Ahsoka right off the bat. I was like, oh, she's fun. Right. But Zero the Hutt, awful. Until the episode at the end of the season where Cad Bane busts him out of prison. I'm like, it's Zero! Like, that sort of ironic-like thing turning turning itself on its head it's like now nope it's i i i legitimately like this character now
0: yeah he talked really weird i think that was the thing for me i'm like he sounds like that like (laughs) it can sound like that that's so interesting
3: yeah it it was the truman capacity style voice wasn't it (laughs) 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 but but that's but that's the thing i love love, love, one of my favorite things about the clone wars in general, then, uh, then of course, rebels is that giving these variety of voices from all sorts of different inspirations and stuff. Like, um, I wouldn't have clocked Cad Bane's voice if I just saw him because I'm a big fan of these spaghetti westerns. So I it recognised instantly that he was based on Lee Van Cleef from uh, oh, okay. for f- a few dollars more on the Good, the Bad, the Ugly, but uh, the voice isn't exactly based on hi- Lee Van Cleef's, and, and it's like Peter Lorre, like, uh, right? The voice? Sorry, I think the voice is based off of Peter Lorre. Yes. F- yeah. yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, but yeah, I absolutely love his voice, though. I mean, I, I mean, I try to imitate it all the time, but you know, it's. He, <laughs> I think it runs. I think he runs it through a um, some sort of synthesizer, a bit like a, a yeah. Frank Welker did for Soundwave. So. Yeah. Oh, his was a it called. Anyway, I'm rambling. Like Batman <laughs> does. Know. Where's the trigger?
5: Where's yes. the trigger? <laughs> gravel in his throat. Where's the trigger? So where is where he
3: There we go.
0: <laughs> I hope that that show really, like, fleshes out. Just like Boba's been fleshed out a little more. I know oh, yeah, we're going to get yeah. more of him, but these other bounty hunters. Maybe we'll see how Dengar, because, Tom, I know we talked about this in the Rise of Skywalker visual dictionary, how it shows, like... <laughs> Dingar so like weird, became yeah, like he's this so
3: weird looking, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I want to see how that happens. <laughs> it's just, it's that that, that is that is one of the
3: most bizarre developments. <laughs> and is it not, is that not, what he's been
2: like under the bandages the whole time? Is it?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. If they do bring him back out. Uh, uh, Hope he doesn't have that Simon Pegg Cockney voice again. <laughs> oh, no. I want him to be
1: played by Simon Pegg. Ah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and
5: Each get um,
1: <laughs> get What's uh, Nick Frost? Get Nick Frost to be Zuckus. Do
3: you know what? That, that, that I be, can agree with that. I can yeah. agree with that. <laughs> here's,
1: here's what I want from the Bo- Boba Fett show. And this is, this is where I'm not the biggest fan of The Mandalorian. Right. Um, I want to see a group of characters... Have character dynamics and like arcs and like character drama. Not just I don't want to just see action. The episode of the week. It's Boba Fett goes to a planet and he needs to do a job and he goes to a thing and he shoots the guy and then he he gets the job and he goes to the next. I don't I don't want to see that. I feel Mandalorian's mm-hmm. a little bit too much of that for me. Right. Um, though the, the 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 work the work that goes into the show is incredible i feel like the writing is a little bit too simplistic um mm-hmm. i hope that these other shows have a little bit more arcs that slowly build with you know multiple cast numbers preferably ones you can see their face because <laughs> i don't the the mask thing the mask thing ended up being great at the end of uh, mandalorian season two because when he removes the mask to, to talk to the little puppet, that's a beautiful, well-earned moment. And I know yes. it's based off of that Pedro Pascal wasn't really on set during season one, so it's just a voiceover, so it's working around that, but it worked really well. But for Boba Fett, I want Tamar Morrison there, and I want him to have the helmet off, and I want him hanging out with Fennec, Sh- uh, Fennec Shand? Fennec Shand? Shand, I think mm-hmm. it is. Shand- Fennec. Fennec. Because she's such yeah. an incredible actress. When she, it's the buzzer. When she showed up
3: in season one... <laughs> That's Dave Filoni that telling you, was, what did you say about the Mandalorian? <laughs> wait, what did you say? <laughs> That's Dave Filoni ringing you and saying, what did
5: you say about the Mandalorian?
1: <laughs> I know, I'm, 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 I'm Mr. Unpopular Opinions here. Um, <laughs> but in that first episode where Ming-Na showed up, I thought that was just a absolutely dreadful episode, but I was like, "Oh, it's got Ming Na," and then she's just shot by like mm. these guys. I was like, "But, but you got, you got Ming Na, and that's it." So her being back, yeah, I, I, was, I was, I was, I was almost as big yeah, a clap yeah. on her being back as seeing Boba Fett again. Yeah,
3: ah, like, oh. I, I was super happy that she came back as well, and I was I, like, when you saw the the um, the uh, mysterious character approach her at the end of uh, her first episode and yeah, it's like yeah. that and was I my want... fingers crossed and it's like yeah hopefully that comes to something and thankfully it did
4: i'm glad it ended up being boba fett i thought thought it was right away and then as the, the episodes went on i yeah. was like mm. eh, maybe not i want
1: her action figure and i want it with yeah. a a removable thing to show her robot guts oh absolutely, that's, just absolutely. So awesome. that's so much fun It's so much
3: fun
0: yeah, bonus points if they're squishy and you can pull them out. And... Ooh, <laughs> that
3: would be yes. so great! That would be so great. Ooh, biomechanicals. Yeah. So uh, we'll be yeah. sending our list to um, uh, Hasbro at the uh, forwarding dressing.
5: <laughs>
1: okay, so they did the fan first Friday yesterday. Do any of you guys follow that?
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: I caught some of the reveals from that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking. A couple of the releases I'm seeing. Uh, I'm, I'm not big on collecting many of the characters now. Um, I'm mainly focusing on the vintage collection because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a stickler for the three and three quarter inch. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but uh, like like the Ahsoka figure, I'm very happy with that. So uh, yeah, you know, you know, more in that direction, please. <laughs>
1: I squealed with delight with Ahsoka and uh, Darth Maul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Long overdue. Mm-hmm. Very.
1: Very. Yeah, really excited for those ones. The other ones, nah.
0: (laughs) The Walmart exclusives. You know there's not going to be any issues with those. No issues
5: at (laughs) all. Oh, no. Well,
3: issues with with Walmart exclusives. I've never heard about this before. Oh,
1: my God. I just, yeah. I mean, I was happy to see that those are figures I didn't care about, so I'm like, I don't have to worry about it, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I know lots of other people. Want them and Mm. probably Mm -hmm. won't be able to get them now. So,
0: well, it's telling that they began the live stream by saying, you know, hey, we gotta, you know, acknowledge that you know pre-orders exclusives have been really rough and you know, so you Mm -hmm. know they know they're aware of it obviously, but is it gonna change? Usually doesn't. So it just you know know, Walmart, yeah, no, not really. Walmart canceling pre-orders and then. The next day, selling them at triple the price.
2: That was ridiculous. Absolutely. Have
4: ridiculous. they ever That's done sad. anything like that before? That was astonishing.
1: I've, I've seen Nick's they they do, stuff. they do it through like third-party yeah, stuff, yeah. but I think this was yeah. official yeah. Walmart. And they don't control
2: right? that. Yeah, mm-hmm. third-party yeah. sellers can charge whatever they want. Yeah. Mm. But for Walmart <laughs> themselves to do it, yeah. that was dirty. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy.
4: The time, they the understand that people want this stuff. At the same time, they don't care how people get it or if they get it. It's crazy. Yeah, because oh, for, yeah.
1: for big box stores like that, toys isn't even a thing that they get money from, right? They big box stores get money when you go in there and you buy a big piece of furniture or expensive television. Toys mm. is just a—it's another thing. So they they hold all the cards since Toys R Us got you know bankrupted. Um, they get to control. What happens like as upset as I am that these things are Walmart exclusives if they weren't exclusives there They just wouldn't exist um, And that stinks <laughs> uh, Although yeah. I, I tend to think that things like the uh, black series Ahsoka Tano wave with the mall and I kind of get the feeling that that could have gone to anywhere and mm. would have sold Gangbusters, but I, I I don't know what goes into their their thinking with these things. Um,
0: Nothing.
4: <laughs> I It's a uh, FOMO drive. Just with keeping these it real. Toys now <laughs> that Toys R Us is gone, because you always used to be able to go into a Toys R Us and pick something up that's two three years old, and now it's like yeah. place pre order now. I might never ever see this ever again. And it's yeah. stressful.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's changed collecting so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's made it so much harder. It's like not even fun sometimes.
3: Yeah. And, and they've
2: taken away the hunt from us. The hunt was, like we were talking about before we started, that's kind of what the collecting is, is going out on Saturday and hitting up five different stores and finding it on the peg and getting that excited <laughs> feeling when you're like, ah, oh, I see it, and I'll leave yeah. one for someone else. I'll take the good one, though. And, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. like, a lot of that's gone because you pre-order and then it's a gamble on whether they packed it right or not. Mm. I'm, I'm and, doing and more with a, Big
1: Bad Toy Store these days um, because I know if I order it from them, it'll show up. Mm. Yeah, you know, good um, Amazon. Yeah.
3: It'll show up, just bashed to bits. But if I'm opening it, it
1: doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah,
3: um, I'm, I'm going to be the odd bod of the bunch here, because and uh, because of course I'm the English one. Because um, our toy hunting slash shopping situation slightly different over here. So, but uh, like we have two big toy retailers over here, uh, the Entertainer and Smiths. Both have their own types of exclusive. Uh, for, and, uh, like, Smith's is the... what uh, became the main competitor to Toys R Us over here before that went under. And at one point, I was just ecstatic that my city had, like, three big toy to stores at once. I was like, this has never happened before. This is amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, distribution isn't great here as well because, like, for our entertainer, for example, they still have stock from, like, 2017, 2016... Uh, from all kinds of uh, lines and waves, and uh, yeah, it's sometimes they sometimes they will uh, get a delivery that's actually up to date, but and um, that's only because it's been pushed forward in front of like two or three crates in the back. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so like, like I'm hoping for the new vintage collection figures, like with uh, Chirutimway, um, mm-hmm. and because they're on the website and sometimes, and more often than not if they're on the website they appear on the uh, they appear in the pegs on the shelves um, but then again sometimes it is a bit hit and miss uh, especially with uh, my because like in my county my city isn't like the main uh, city it's the city next door called Leeds and uh, therefore their entertainer gets the best stuff the best and the newest and the shiniest and our uh, entertainer is a bit more residual so sometimes and and I, th- I think the same goes for the smiths as well mm. uh, so we tend to get the leftover stock in, in some cases sometimes we will find uh, figures and waves that are like three years old um, because they've suddenly found another shipment that they've uh, brought in uh, mm. from somewhere and and uh, that throws a spanner in the works because uh, you, you'll have been hunting for that, you'll have forgotten about it, and it's like all of a sudden oh hang oh hang on uh, I've 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 got this rare uh, dimorphodon I haven't uh, seen in in since uh, 2019
5: hmm.
3: <laughs> What's going on <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's really bizarre over here. It's I think I think unless you've worked there uh, in in my case, it's like it's very difficult to uh, get your head round. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the uh, the Endor Leia they they revealed yesterday. Um, it's just really unfortunate. It's a 2007 sculpt. The soft goods on it are so baggy. They just released one in black series that is gorgeous. Uh, and then instead of utilizing that sculpt to make a new one for vintage, they're doing one from you know all these years ago with the new head. It just it just really kind of kills me a little because. They're probably not going to do that figure again, you know, not anytime soon anyway, so... It's such a missed opportunity.
3: No, yeah. Would they, would they do one for the, uh, like, 40th Return of the Jedi anniversary? Is there a chance of that?
0: Uh, in vintage, probably not.
3: No. It, it seems like there's a bit of a discourse or disparity between the guys who do Black Series and the guys who do vintage.
1: I think a lot of it has to do with I mean looking through yesterday's reveals there were two new vintage collection figures right? Ahsoka yes. and Maul. If I'm not mistaken everything else is a repack right? There's the yeah. There's the, the Obi-Wan um, with the vinyl cape there's a Jawa again there's Greedo without the, the vest
5: hmm. they're,
1: they're repacks um, you know they've got updated face stuff which is cool Like they they fixed Qui Gon's head, so I may get that Mm -hmm. one. But even those ones, it's just four repacks. There's a black clone trooper now. Okay, Uh, cool. If I like the bad batch, if I like the bad batch rather, I'll I'll pick (laughs) one of those up. But I haven't seen it yet. And for me currently, it's just another clone. And I think that the three vintage collection ones. I think that the the Ewok is a is a existing sculpt. Am I mistaken? Which one? Isn't the Ewok? That's an existing sculpt that they just yeah uh, right. It
0: is. That was a, a Lumat Lumat in the uh, previous vintage. Got it. One, yeah. Uh, repainted now.
1: Right. So it's. I get mm-hmm. the feeling a lot of these things are just. You know w- what? What do we already have the tooling for? Because they don't have. You know they're not getting the lion's share of the funding to make new stuff anymore. Um, that's why mm-hmm. you have a fan first Friday. That's like, look at all these repacks. You know, it's good because people, you know, there's people that want Qui-Gon that don't have Qui-Gon. So great, put mm-hmm. them out on the shelf again. That's awesome. But it's it's, it's just repacks. Well, how um, long
4: does it take them, uh, like, in the pipeline, like they were talking about yesterday, how long does it take them from developing a figure, deciding the character they're going to make, uh, to getting it out to retail? Because could we be in, like, some sort of lull now where they definitely wound down or they overproduced way too much for Force Awakens and Last Jedi stuff? And really, the resurgence of popularity has only been about a year, year and a half now since Mandalorian. So maybe yeah. we'll start to see that pick up in 2022, 23. I don't know. I think what it do you takes, think?
1: I've, I've heard in the past that it takes about 18 months. Okay. Um, don't quote me on that because yeah. it's that's from like the, the Masters of the Universe classics, I think. But I yeah, think it's, it's about 18. Yeah,
0: it's a year months. to 18 months.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The fastest turnaround ever was Baby Yoda. Um.
5: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> um, which, you know... Awesome, <laughs> um, yeah. So maybe, but you know, Star Wars always kind of has that excuse. Well, it's not a movie year, so we're not doing these things, or it's not you know, it's not part of the current thing.
0: Whereas Marvel anymore. Legends,
1: a month ago, had a, a their Fan First Friday where they released an entire brand new wave of X Men characters from a comic book from the '90s. Like, mm. you know, they're they're consistently getting new things, not based off of, you know, whatever, you know, WandaVision action figures. Um, which, sign me up for black and white WandaVision action figures, okay? Sign, I, <laughs> right now, I want them in their, their goofy sitcom outfits. and I'd buy those, too. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Um, if we have Halloween this year, um, maybe they'll be, uh, that'll be one of the costumes that goes around. But, um, yeah, Marvel keeps getting new stuff all the time, and Star Wars tends to get, like, not much um
0: yeah well marvel has all the uh the sculpts that they can uh share you know if you go to like Mm. comic book like images you know superheroes across the board they're kind of just wearing like a solid color they're wearing boots and as they got a cape so they can share those parts that's a great the gloves
1: so they're essentially repaints as well just yeah no that's that's a good point i didn't think about that
0: Yeah, the other stuff though was just what was the ATST driver, uh, the um, uh, the the Ewok that you mentioned. So yeah, not a whole lot, but um, you know, at least they're doing these these events. Because I mentioned, you know, I mentioned before, like Mattel's not doing any of these things. Um, uh, Funko is to an extent, but it's just kind of like, you know, at least give them props for holding these and reaching out to the community and you know just welcoming feedback because. You know, they might not always say what we want to hear or do what we want them to do, but, you know, at least they're opening that dialogue and, you know, showcasing things, you know, and it's kind of hard to get excited about other things when, you know, they're just coming through leaks because, like, Mattel not announcing product, you know, you just see it online, and that's that's how you know it's coming. But mm. So it's cool they're doing them at least, I think. Yeah. 100% it's-
1: agree with you there. 100%. Also, the pipeline mm. reveal thing that they're like, we don't know. Maybe we'll do this. It's like, yeah, do that. <laughs> 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 always do that. That's great. The most exciting yeah. stuff was the things at the end. You're like, later this year, we're hopefully going to make these new characters.
5: Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we don't we don't have
1: to wait. Yeah, we don't have to deal with rumor mills and stuff <clears throat> like that. Which you know, Yak Face yeah. has a almost hundred percent batting average on those, if not a hundred percent. But uh, it's nice yeah. that they just come out and tell us. They've got the the robot from the Mandalorian episode and the the other Mandalorian <laughs> lady. I forget her name, but I'll certainly buy her. Um, and uh, General Lando, if he comes with a cloth cape, I'll buy him. But just a cloth cape.
0: Just the cloth cape. Just a cloth cape. A cloth cape. I hate those. You better let him know that so that they can make a note.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> shout out to uh, a fellow on Facebook named Josh, who uh, made this wonderful Ooh. magneto cape for me. Um, and he's been, I, I found him because in, I think, one of the, the Facebook groups, he's, he's making Mandalorian capes, um, which look great. So, you know, I'll send you guys the info if you want soft goods nice. Mandalorian capes. But nice. I asked him, I was like, any chance you can make a, make me a Magneto cape here? So that uh, Serene McKellen doesn't have that terrible plastic thing? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a soft goods nut. My wife, yeah. plastic. She always wants the plastic capes, so.
3: Opposites attract. I, I think it depends on uh, how far your mileage goes with it as well. It obviously there's preference, um, but but I think um, uh, from my point of view, some sometimes um, uh, the plastic version uh, does work better. Sometimes the cloth version does work better. And uh, if y- I'm, I'm going back to about the 2002-2003 when the Attack of the stuff came out, I remember there was at least one Yoda figure I think I've still got it somewhere in a box somewhere um, That had, where his outfit was completely cloth, mm-hmm. and of course cloth at that scale <laughs> doesn't fit right he looked like Baby Yoda before like tw- 15 years before Baby Yoda was a thing You know, <laughs> so, so on that scale you know, the, the plastic fits that's uh yep. yeah agreed
0: yeah it really does depend though because like there's let me grab him. the new vintage collection uh vader yes Has this oh, you know yeah. it's mixed media right it's got a soft goods uh cape and then it has like plastic lower sculpted rose but look how big this cape is yeah like why does the cape need to be this big? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous it's like i mean it just kind of you know, it's just yeah. huge. Like yeah. if they found a different material maybe that that you know a heavier material could drape better. Yeah. Or or uh, or, then,
3: or less or less of the material. Maybe. Yeah, because, and then Yeah, because it's like it's a scale thing, isn't it? Because when that because they would have taken the measurements from the full full outfit. So you know, the full cape and at that scale, the full cape is fine, because it drapes, it has weight and everything, but at this scale, it's all floofy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's well, true. But a
1: millimeter off in that, in however you cut it, can make all the difference when you get to that scale. Yeah. I love that figure, by the way. I, I didn't originally order that one. I think I was chatting with you, Victoria, uh, and um, I hadn't ordered it, and then it showed up somewhere again, and I, I got it. I kept it on card. Um, so it can be part of my little carded rogue one collection'm I'm, I'm just delighted mm-hmm. by it um, I'm, that's Vader's sort of in that realm of like Luke Skywalker figures for me I was like i don't I don't need any more of this character I'm, I'm good yeah <laughs> but the cool card art with the the hallway laser thing I was like yeah, I need I, I gotta
0: have it yeah it's <laughs> The Rebel Trooper, though, that is something that I still do just do not get. I mean, that, like, okay, so Vintage Collection, they have never repacked the same figure on a new card and given it a new number. Mm -hmm. Like, doing it with the one that comes in the Tanavi play set, to me, that's, like, not canon with the rest of the Vintage Collection. So, And and then not to mention you're buying that set because it's a diorama for that figure. But, I mean, what is one figure against Darth Vader? You know, they, (laughs) they didn't release... (laughs) <laughs> they didn't repack that one, like, in, in the original packaging. So maybe if you're a long-term collector, you have one lying around. But um, if you're new, or even if you're a long-term collector, like, I only had one of the previous release. So, okay, that's two. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to buy four more sets just so you can have at least four, like, troopers scoring off against Vader. It's just...
1: Yeah, that's, that's a missed opportunity. They should have just released, like, a three-pack, right? Just throw them in a cardboard box or a baggie.
0: Yeah, like they're doing with
1: the Marvel Legends, right? They've got those AIM Troopers or Hydra Troopers. It's 15 bucks for a six-inch one. It just comes in a box, you know, busted out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they should yeah, do true, that with the True building, yeah. Yeah,
4: Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, a lot of those waves that I've seen, uh, like the one that's out now with, like, Anakin and Padme, it's they're, like, trying to get people, they say they're trying to get people into the line. Like, oh, you, if you haven't been collecting a while, you want to grab this one. But, you know, if people like what they're doing now with these play sets or anything, you can't even find the stuff at the stores. How, how are they going to get people into this line with figures that they're releasing to get people into the line when no one can find them?
1: Yeah, I, it right. perplexes me. Um, we it was g- the
0: same thing with the, uh, the Bespin play sets. Like, what figures did they release to, to, for that? You know, so...
1: Yeah. And I'm, mm. I'm in the camp that really loves that play set, by the way. Um, there's absolutely valid complaints about that one. It's uh, it's flimsy. It's uh, definitely overpriced. Um, but when I had it all set up and was looking at it, I was just like, oh, it's so neat looking. I can't wait to have space to have it all set up someday with figures standing on it having their little stuff. Um,
4: yeah, I've seen some cool pictures on Instagram. If people can light them correctly, it looks cool. but. Mm-hmm.
3: Speaking of uh slightly overpriced, the 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 new vintage collection slave one uh I may have a bit of a gripe with because big Boba Fett fan, but but one hundred and fifty pounds is not my idea of fun on a on a ship that I already have. Because I because when that ship mould was first released, it was part of the um trackdown, the lethal trackdown uh, Hunt of Miss Windu Clone Wars set, and you but didn't just the Clone Wars one. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Y- you got another ship with it. You got Miss Windu Starfighter. Mm-hmm. You got five figures, and the whole set cost like for me it cost uh, eighty pounds. You know, t- these days that's a bargain. But now we're just getting the one ship and yep. one new accessory, which I don't believe is actually that new at all. You know, the Hanning Carbonite block. And it's 150 pounds uh, to me. To me, that's not very. Um, that's, <laughs> not very you were
0: gonna say quid there, weren't you?
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do tend to say quid a lot, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's but, that's
1: the price of of toy inflation. Unfortunately, um, I know <laughs> it's it's that's also why, like the Millennium Falcon, which initially got released for 100 bucks, is now at Target for 400 bucks. Um, yeah, I don't like it, but. China started developing its middle class, which is good, um, but that meant a lot of those prices for the, the cheap labor started to go up. Oil mm-hmm. prices never really go down; they just, you know, oh, it's gone up so much, it's terrible. Oh, it's 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 great, it's going down. Yeah, but your your toys are they're they're not gonna they're not gonna charge less for these things. They're always gonna mm-hmm. creep up. Um, yeah, it really sucks. Yeah. Um, I bought it because I didn't have it before. Um, I didn't buy it when it was the Amazon. It was originally an Amazon exclusive, right? When it was, Boba uh, Fett
0: version. W- yeah.
1: when, it, when it came out in the Boba Fett colors, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't buy it then and regretted it. So being able to get it for ju- just $50 more these days was like, oh, yeah. yay. Um, well, but well, you're-
3: well, for us, it was uh, to uh, us. I remember distinctly. Uh, oh, the the um the the lethal
1: trackdown set yeah that was that was yes. toys r us but then they yeah, released it in boba fett colors later on but at at that point it was 100 bucks yes. yes
3: yeah
0: um, um dan do you have the slave one
2: i do yeah
1: nice.
0: i
2: actually got it i got it when it came out last uh, was it or the newest version whatever uh, Was was april that it came out I finally opened it in November, like the week that we saw Boba Fett on Mando. I was like, all right, I need to open this now and do a video finally. (laughs) No, best it. No, I I like it. It, I agree, though. It is overpriced by about 50 bucks. Mm. Dan, you said you were drinking. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, I said I was drinking a Coruscant cooler. What's a Coruscant cooler? Uh, Bourbon, (laughs) cranberry, and lime. Oh, all right, all right. That's, that sounds pretty good to me. If you, it is go. It's from the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. It's like become my go-to drink. Oh, is <laughs> it? So there's a Galaxy's Edge yeah. cookbook. Yeah, and it's got stuff that isn't at Galaxy's Edge, and some of the recipes that are items from Galaxy's Edge, they're slightly different in the cookbook. Uh-huh. So it's not yeah. like perfect, but there's a lot of drink recipes, alcoholic and non- non-alcoholic. So oh, it's cool. kind of for everybody. Oh, that's great.
3: I, I kind of like how some is slightly different because that means you can, if you want the. Realist deal, yeah again, I have to go to galaxy's Edge <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for sure
0: yeah um Dan, is it true that in Florida they have a, a blue milk that's alcoholic
2: blue milk with rum and green milk with tequila
0: Wow, yeah, lucky
2: we we don't get that in Disneyland. what is the no. blue milk? <laughs> um, it's like a dragon fruit coconut milk mix it's it's very fruity tasting, but mm-hmm. it's more like about the mouth feel because mm-hmm. yeah. it's oh, kind yeah. <laughs> of like a creamy slurpee. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's It's got a cool mouthfeel. Um, and it almost feels gelatiny a little bit, huh. but not really. But still more slurpy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to describe. Uh, and then the green milk is a little more citrusy, a little more floral almost. So it's kind of a, two different yeah. styles of milk Whoa. depending on what you want. There's people who are like team blue, only blue, and hate green. Uh-huh. And green then there's some right people here. who like, you're <laughs> green, okay. And some people mix them. Did you try the green milk with the... Um, all the chili and chamoy and everything in there, the Toydarian no. swirl, yeah, they did that <laughs> last summer. <laughs> yeah, right the there, you know, when they were open, it was pretty good for what it was. But I'm a, t- I'm Team Blue Milk myself.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> it yeah, sounds delicious. Uh, I miss Disneyland. I'm like, it's gonna close almost a year. It's unbelievable. I
2: know, it's insane. <laughs> I was there like a week before it closed for the biggest lightsaber meetup ever. And now, like it was insane because we couldn't move like it was definitely a safety hazard and parks management got involved and were pretty upset because they we just, you know, outside of Disneyland decided, hey, let's all show up. And so many people showed up. It was a definitely a safety hazard. And you think about it now, nothing like that big could ever happen again.
5: Yeah.
2: Just with everything. Like, it's just not possible. So I'm glad I went. I'm glad I was there yeah, for, for it, sure. but it was it was insane. I guess they're doing one tonight. Oh, actually, they're revealing a new lightsaber in Florida, a new legacy lightsaber that they're doing hmm. at Doc Ondar's. Uh, everybody thinks it's Calcestis, which would be really cool if they start selling that because that's the one that won there. They had a poll last October saying which legacy lightsaber oh, yeah. should yeah. we bring to Galaxy's Edge, wow. and Calkestis won by quite a bit. But today, in their glass case at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities, they had a lightsaber underneath a cloth. And it said tonight at 5 p.m., which I think is now, actually, they're going to be revealing it um, to see. just kind of. It's cool. But it won't be available till the fall, but they just wanted to tease everybody and show yeah. it off. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is that
0: 5 Hopefully p.m. It'll Eastern be time? It's available by the fall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the Disneyland. Well,
2: <laughs> oh, did you see in, in Disneyland, <laughs> at downtown Disney, the old Rainforest Cafe building, they're converting into a a resistance base, a jungle base. Yeah. So the in downtown Disney, the Rainforest Cafe looked like an old Mayan pyramid. And they opened in the art gallery store. A, they gutted the art gallery, got rid of all the art, which pissed off a lot of artists <laughs> who had mm-hmm. their stuff there. But they put all the Galaxy's Edge merch that they weren't selling because the parks closed into that store. And they would rotate the stock of what was available. And now they decided they're just going to put the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge stuff inside the old Rainforest Cafe, put the art gallery back, everybody's happy but now we get a cool themed store and they've been doing a lot of work on it this last couple weeks so as soon as Uh it's open even though traveling's not recommended i'm doing it anyways that's awesome (laughs) i'm 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 gonna brave it and risk (laughs) this get my mask on my hand sanitizer outside man
1: i'm i live in new york city and like we've been we've been going out since april or may but you know just outside with a mask yeah Mm.
0: Yeah, I want to go, too. I already had the virus, so I don't really care. I'll go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you had the virus. Hmm. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So.
2: I've managed to avoid it. I work in medical, though. I work in pharmacy for my uh, my day job. I'm in a lab all day.
5: Oh. So you I like, be able deal to be... with
2: nobody at all. Yeah.
1: I, I mm-hmm. work from home now. So does my wife. Um,
2: yeah, you sh- if, if you're working in a medical lab, you should be on the list for vaccine, I would think. Uh, I am, but by the time I looked for it, the, all the slots were gone for the month, so I have to wait till February 1st to see if I can get on the list.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Well, hopefully hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Well. I too, not yeah. I don't think yeah. we're going to get it until the fall.
2: Oh, they <laughs> just revealed it. I don't know if you guys can see there on my camera. It is Cal Kestis. Oh, cool. Yeah, a terrible picture. There we go. But there's the the person reaching in. That yeah, right. was just a couple minutes ago. Oh, my oh, gosh. That's cool. that was fun. I'll probably find better pictures and throw them up here tomorrow. Yeah. So,
0: I, uh... I want to get. I need to get Ahsoka's. I I haven't bought any of those Legacy lightsabers when I've gone, but that's. I really want to get her because it's two of them, right? They they both come it's together. Two of them, yeah.
2: Yeah. And the newest mm-hmm. one, the only one that's available now, uh, does color changing blades. Oh, So you oh, hold that's the button nice. and you can like change the colors on it, which is cool. The other ones were just nice. white, I believe. Sweet. Nice, yeah.
0: yeah. I think uh, Dan. I mean, anybody that's like you know working in medical shouldn't even have to worry about getting on a list. I mean, they should mm. come to you and yeah. be like, "Here you go." <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm surprised we don't actually carry it, which is weird, but it's a supply thing.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm I'm con- I'm constantly at risk because of uh, my uh, work. I work in food retail, uh, so mm. uh, so it's not technically fast food; it's more convenience food. But we, we yeah, we still have to face customers every day. We've got big screens on. So, so, so I'm constantly at risk. I may, have, I may have already had it, but uh, I have no idea, because uh, uh, yeah. So, so uh, I suppose it matters not too much to me because it'd be difficult to get for me to get anywhere near a galaxy's edge. You'd have to go across the <laughs> Atlantic, which, uh, and of course, travel in our country has been shut off now. So. <sighs> we'll have to wait and see. One day, <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. Um, so I was curious
0: the... oh, um, got Are to... any oh. of you
3: guys are any of you guys
2: reading the um, High Republic stuff?
0: Not yet. No, a friend of no? mine is and
2: he's really enjoying it. It's fun. It's really cool. I'm liking it like definitely if you can. If you don't have time to read a book physically, I definitely suggest the audiobook for Light of the yeah. Jedi. It's really well produced. It's like 13 hours. So I'm reading the, this one right now. The Stand, nice. (laughs) Jeez, how many years have you been reading that for?
1: (laughs) 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 I love The Stand. I love The Stand. I I read it when I was a kid when the original miniseries came out. I read it like once since then. Since the new series has come out, now I've
3: decided to reread it again. But uh, it's it's, it's... (laughs) on a scale of uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman to War and Peace, how long is your you know book? The Bible times two. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, so here this is this is my uh, oh, Dan you will we'll mark, recognize yeah. this.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. That so that a couple so friends
1: cool. of ours Swift went well to might. Galaxy's Edge, and they decided that they would bring me back some souvenirs.
5: Nice. And um,
1: cool. since porgs are quite possibly my favorite thing in all of Star Wars, <laughs> all of Star Wars, they they got me the the little porg glass. So. That's on a nice I display in our hogs. hallway over here. Cool.
5: That's cool.
2: Now there's actually two versions of that that a lot of people don't know about. There's a slight, the newer ones are slightly smaller. Oh yeah. So depending on when you got it, you might have one that's a little bit larger. I think this is probably, this is probably larger. They both say first edition though, which is the weirder part.
5: Oh.
2: <laughs> but yeah, well, the, yeah it's, first in Florida the they only had the larger the ones one. for about a month. Huh. Yeah. But yeah. Just cool little random fact about that mug.
1: That is
2: cool. Yeah. How many times have you been to Galaxy's Edge? Um, I've made the trip about ten times. Cool. Are you a just, like a season pass holder? Yeah, yeah, I had an annual pass.
0: Was, right? We were. Yeah, well,
2: they just canceled our annual pass program. Yeah, I heard about <laughs> that, yeah. that. For now. So. That's, um, I'm waiting on my, my little refund. <laughs> yeah,
0: I uh, only made it over uh, twice, but uh, both times I... You know, I was just immersed, it was like, give it to me, you know, when you're standing before the Millennium Falcon, there's just not really a way to, for the first time, there's not really a way to, to describe like that, you know, it's just, it just, just like, it kind of overwhelms you a little bit. It's like,
2: I, cool. I, yeah, I I had to hold back the tears a little bit, because I, I was filming it, like, for the opening, opening morning, for, like, for, open it for the public, so we had been waiting since four in the morning, I hadn't slept for like two days due to excitement and packing and everything, and we would get there and it's like eight in the morning. We're walking, turn the corner and see the falcon. And I had to like hold the camera away from my face <laughs> and have like a little moment of silence while I caught my breath. It was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. We <laughs> it was it's a really cool feeling to see the full sized falcon and the, the spires around you and everything. It's all oh, where you're really there
1: when I do it. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. I um, that's that's definitely the thing that I, I, I want the most out of out of that is just to go see the darn thing um yeah yeah oh you were talking about doc undar
2: yeah doc undar is den
1: i love that that animatronic character i i want (laughs) i want more animatronic characters like that and i don't understand why they haven't made a black series exclusive doc undar figure that you can purchase like we
2: need one I agree.
1: He's, he's so a cool, cool Maybe he has
2: too many accessories on his neck or whatever. Ah, to be a little he, co-
1: he costs 40 bucks. He's twice the normal price.
0: Who cares? I Give pay. him to me. Yeah, I'd pay. <laughs> him in, in a heartbeat.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: That'd be cool.
1: God, I would love that. I would love that but so we much. Still,
0: we still haven't even gotten Hammerhead, though, in, in the line. So mm-hmm. if they did, they could just repurpose it, you know, for Doc on Dark. But...
1: Yep, it's true. Yeah, please. Hey, Hasbro. Hammerhead, please, and then repainted as Doc Undar I won't <laughs> complain about the repaint if it's Doc Undar I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna buy the Obi One with the vinyl cape too because of the head. The head's different, right? The head's got the face printing. I mean that. The mm-hmm. face printing. Yeah. great. Pretty good. Um. I sat
0: there
4: looking at the pre-order and I was like, I, I, I didn't buy it, but then you know. Goes away, and then you're like, I should have bought that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And they said yesterday he has an opaque lightsaber for the for like the first time, and I thought I was like, well, that looks better. Why don't they just do them all like that? It looked brighter.
4: Oh,
3: cool. Hmm. Wow.
4: I love the swoosh thing that they put in with um Dooku. They should all have interchangeable ones like that, please. They
2: should. They got a much better picture oh, of nice. the Calcastus lightsaber up. Nice. Oh, nice. So I was wondering how they were going to do the end, and it looks. I don't know if that unscrews. Nobody's been able to hold it yet because it's behind glass, but. The thoughts were maybe it would unscrew and you could have an adapter so if you bought two of them you could put them together like in the game.
3: Yes. Yes, that would. And I'm um, waiting for I,
2: info to see if if they've said what color it's going to be cuz that's the other big question is. Yeah. What color or is it all the colors?
3: This is this is the thing. I've got the master replicas Darth Maul lightsaber mm-hmm. and that and that's the one that was like the first one that could do that with the adapter. You could do Where you join them, both of yeah. them together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no
2: reason why they couldn't
4: yeah i need to upgrade my uh, video game systems i don't think i bought anything since like ps3 i had kids <laughs> and i uh. knew that if i had a video game system i would never hang out with my kids <laughs> but um we recently got a switch and i'm excited for the uh, star wars lego game that's coming out in this oh, oh i cannot
3: yeah. kind of wait for the lego star wars right. yeah star star wars you can play pod racing games, now if you want oh that's <laughs> right you know i forgot about pod
4: that, racing yeah.
2: uh, there's a couple of the jedi Knight games are on there too for pretty cheap
4: yeah, I had that game on PC back in the day. It was so much fun, the pod Racer. Mm.
3: Yeah, I, I'm 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 a big Racer Revenge fan as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, was it just I, a couple I, different tracks? They yeah they it, they they introduced a whole load of new stuff. They introduced. Uh, new it was tracks, the parts new...
2: too, right? You like would go to the junkyard, like Watto's shop, and pick different parts. Change yeah, the yeah, customize as right. well. Yeah,
3: I mean. Right. Uh, um. I I got my copy of Racer Revenge, in the last months I used my PS2, so mm-hmm. so I was like desperately trying to unlock everything possible <laughs> uh, before. It's no Bombad
2: Racer though. What is this game? Yeah. play mm-hmm. that one. Uh, it's it's just Pod Racing Racer's Revenge. It's like the Pod Racing game Revenge. that we oh, yeah. all knew. Yeah, but yeah, Ra- Racer's Revenge, yeah, is Racer like
3: Revenge, basically the sequel. It. Um. Yeah. Yeah. In in Legends. Uh, Continuity. It happened two years before Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so But you can so still play that
2: on PS4. I have that on PS4 and I've sat there and played it. Yeah. They sell it for like yeah. ten bucks now. Oh really? Uh, yeah. I've got yeah, a, so PS4. If a PS4. You can play that. Oh. Have any of you guys played the newest game
3: Squadrons? I've I've got now. it. Yes. Uh yeah. <laughs> I've, Once. I've, I'm, I'm <laughs> Once? I'm loving <laughs> it's it. It's hard. I like it. It's hard. I like to
2: pull my chair <laughs> up right next to the TV and put my face in it and just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll spend hours doing that. Uh, have you, that have you
3: been lot. able to try in VR?
2: No, and I have a PSVR, and I haven't done it yet. It's upstairs in my son's room with his uh, PlayStation. My PlayStation doesn't have the VR attached. and I, haven't, I, I don't want to go into his room. He's 15, so I'm like, eh. <laughs> uh, Okay, yeah. Understandable,
3: understandable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> one
4: of the coolest uh, those games. that yeah. looks real interesting to me. Um, it reminds me of the X-Wing and TIE Fighter games when I was a kid on, like, the yeah. PC. Did you guys play those when you younger? Yep. Yeah, it was uh, like one of the first things I remember about Star Wars. I just thought it was so cool where you could sit and look like through the cockpit and fly around and stuff. Yeah, and that's that's the
2: beauty of squadrons is, I mean, you're changing power. Like you're diverting power from lasers to shields or into your engines. You're doing like cool maneuvers and it's all from a cockpit view. But like you were saying, VR, you can look around the cockpit and see space and see all Mm -hmm. of it. All while still, you know, looking down at your controls and seeing what's going on. What Absolutely. VR
4: system was it designed for? Like Oculus or?
2: Um, they've got it, I believe, for Oculus, but PSVR as well. What's PSVR? Um, it's just a play, an attachment for your PlayStation for a PS4. Wow. You buy it separately. It's like three hundred bucks, but it's the headset and the camera, and uh, different little controllers that have balls wow. on them. But you can use a I'm really out of it totally with, with, with video it. games, so like <laughs> this is all like
1: yeah. news to yeah. me.
2: <laughs> Yeah, but I mean it's a VR helmet for your PlayStation but you can also use the VR helmet if you plug any other HDMI device into it like a I don't know an Apple TV or something you can make a giant screen in front of you through the helmet and watch movies or you can watch whatever play other g- video game systems with it Complete like immersion a giant screen in front of your face yeah, yeah. pretty oh.
3: cool they, they, they sort of did a what you'd make all a preview of the Squadron's VR thing in this the the little VR experience for Battlefront Two, didn't they? Uh, Battlefront uh, One. Was it Battlefront One?
2: Yeah, it's Battlefront One. Yeah.
3: Okay. Battlefront Two uh, doesn't have that part, but it was. My, uh, that's my credentials uh, thrown out the window. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's because it's I have a weird relationship with the Battlefront games. Anyway, um, I think we yeah. all do. Yeah. 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 Kay. Because I'm still waiting for Battlefront 3 from Pandemic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Remember that? I liked, that? Oh, I liked
1: okay. the old PlayStation 2 Battlefront games uh, when the, when the, the new that's one, the one came out. I yeah. <laughs> I loved those. And then this new one came out, and it was like, you
2: can go to Endor and Hoth and that's it. And I was like, yeah. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, and then Battlefront 2, the most recent one, had a rocky start. But now where it's at, mm-hmm. it's probably one of the best Star Wars games yeah. out there. It's actually oh, really? really good now.
3: Yeah, it it is really now. fun to play, yeah. It, it's oh, like, okay, a cool. And the yeah, community's like growing, ones? too. Yeah, they
2: actually, I don't know if it's still free, but the um, the company that has Fortnite, they were giving it away for free for PC, oh. Uh, oh. Battlefront 2, like, last week or so. So all you had to do was go in and say, yeah, I want it, and it's yours to download forever for free. On PC. Nice. Uh, yeah, Epic Game Store, I think, <laughs> is what it was. Yeah,
0: that sounds... Don't out.
1: mind me if I just... <laughs> I, I don't say, know if it's still exactly. up. But it might have it's only sort of been just for a week.
5: It's <laughs> gonna go check.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, somebody mentioned. Uh, I think it was you, Adam. You mentioned the Force Effects lightsabers. At one point, I had every single Master Replicas Force Effects, and then I think it was twenty, thirteen, twenty fourteen, like at the height of the market. Like I ended up selling like most of them.
3: Oh no! <laughs> um, oh, heartbreak. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, Hasbro was like re-releasing them, so it was like, okay, well, yeah, the original versions. If Hasbro's making them again, so I, I bought a few of them. Uh, you know, again over the years. Like I don't know if it'll show up, but here's Ray's right here. Ray. Oh, cool. Nice. Cool. Kind of kind of doesn't.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: well, uh, with the master replicas, I've got. Um, not, not, not to burst or anything. Uh, I've, I've still got my Master Replicas. I've got six in total, if you include both Darth Maul halves as one lightsaber each. Uh, I've got Vader's, I've got Miss Windu's, Yoda's, uh, Obi-Wan's, Episode 3, and... I think that's it. Um, but the thing is, when Hasbro took that uh, licence, I was a bit miffed that they sorted well, sort of myth, that they just re-released, like, the core ones like Anakin's and Vader's, mm. and they didn't, I don't, felt, I don't feel like they took the opportunity to make some what I would think, what I would consider improvements. For example, the Mace Windu one takes six batteries. The others take yeah. three. <laughs> and, because of, and because of, and not just six batteries, six AA batteries, you know, the bigger ones, and some of the more recent, uh, some of the more recent uh, master replicas, uh, they designed to take triple A's, so smaller, so they can make yeah. the handles more slimline and right. more screen accurate. So, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen what Hasbro would do with, like a like a redesigned Mace Windu lightsaber because mm. uh, it's it's nice. However, it's yeah. a chunky boy, <laughs> to put it politely. Maybe, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe when they do, if they do an elite version, because that's kind of where they're putting all the new like technology into the elite sabers, and they're really yeah. expensive. But occasionally they go on, you know, pretty good sale, like on Amazon. I actually I got the uh, Emperor Palpatine for uh, elite saber. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. About a month ago. I haven't opened it yet, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll see. I'll see what that's like, because I do have a custom. That somebody made for me several years ago. It's a Darth Maul, but they like completely gutted it. They made a Kyber crystal chamber in there. Oh, wow. oh nice. Um, yeah, it's oh, got nice. like the flickering blade, uh, cl- the flash on clash, and it's it's really cool. Cool. There will be um, a point
1: that I get the Darth Sidious lightsaber. I suspect. I. Um, nice. When it was revealed, I was like, buy it, and then I was like, no, no, no. I I don't need to get into collecting lightsabers now. That's just a dangerous rabbit hole. But um
3: but it does it the
0: lightning. Yes, it does it the is. lightning effect.
2: Does it do lightning? I, I was
5: getting I,
3: out I, my button d- because it does on the Dennis, wall burn. Uh, thumbnail because he has
2: <laughs> So there's a thing if you hold the button down it does like a a wall burn. Let me see if I can get it to do it. There well, you go. Oh, oh, like nice. you hold it against okay. the wall and it's oh, supposed my to be goodness. like it's, Yeah, it's a pretty cool neat like new feature they've got in these things. And wow. then you can also do like blaster bolt deflection and it'll light up certain parts of the blade.
3: Yeah, it's That's pretty
5: amazing.
1: That's really cool. It's cool being an adult today. <laughs> right? Adults what hey. are those? <laughs> I had That's a neat. lightsaber as a kid and it legit looked like a flashlight and it had a green
3: tube. <laughs> yeah. That was it. it. was no it was just this <laughs> tube. Just yeah. a,
0: it, it can't be worse than the ones they're making now. They're like the characters or the hilts. And oh, I bought plastic. every single one of those Did because you? of how oh, awful they are. Yes. <laughs>
3: uh, I, I wish they'd do more um, of the just, just simple crash and bash ones, the telescopic ones that you can put on your belt, because those were the ones that I got before I was I was like old enough to have the master replica ones. Mm. I still have my Qui Gon Jin one from the Phantom Menace, and and most of the paint has worn off now. But for some reason, they are reluctant to do any Qui Gon Jin lightsaber at all. And it's like, if I could have any like lightsab- lightsaber lightsaber uh, as a as a fort, as a Hasbro Elite lightsaber, it would be Qui Gon. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, so. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. I I love Qui Gon. I um. I was not kidding. I, I just bought his... Uh, oh, his... that's rubbish. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so bad. That's R2. I want it. This is a that's... Luke
3: Skywalker. That's absolutely oh, I have, terrible. Uh, I have not seen these it's before. It's so bad. Those what are a
1: terrible bad.
4: thing. I Victoria, love it. when <laughs> that picture came up when we were sharing that round of those, I thought they were push pops.
5: <laughs> they look like candy, don't they? Yeah, they look yeah. like they would yeah. be. Right?
2: But the, this is an st- official Stormtrooper lightsaber, as ridiculous as that might sound. And then there's the
5: Vader.
4: These are
1: just just designed for people to turn into (laughs) bongs. They're just designed for people to turn into bongs. you watch
4: 20 years from now, they'll be making a Disney Plus series, and they'll be like, pull out your Stormtrooper (laughs) lightsaber. (laughs) Some kid will be like, yeah.
1: Yeah, these things
2: are ridiculous. I
0: cried when I saw it because I had that. They they are ridiculous, but sometimes it's the ridiculous things that, like, in 10 years, people, like, are after and they'll pay like tons of money to get them yeah. oh so, yeah. the it's... other
2: ridiculous part is this paper that comes with it it's huge why is it
0: like <laughs> it's gigantic do
2: you and know there's why the last... in there. there's nothing good in there do you guys know why no... the last 17
1: kenner figures are so expensive no one bought them no one bought them at the point in time that those came out star wars was over no one mm-hmm. bought them at that point that's why they're expensive if if you see the thing that's that no, no one buys is the distinct possibility that that's the one that later on is going to be worth a lot of money
0: that's what happened uh in 20 in 2014 2015 with the the vehicles when they went they did like the rebels like super lightweight super like cheap plastic like like vehicles and they made everything smaller and more you know like lighter more simple yeah mm. for some reason those are super rare on ebay and when they do show up people will pay like more than like the the definitive versions for them it is so weird
3: yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's an effect that, uh, uh, as well as well, uh, sometimes sometimes that will be the only representation of that particular vehicle or whatever that comes out as well. It's it's like that happens that happens a lot with um, Transformers and big into Transformers mm. as well. So it's like yep. one of the series that came out like five years ago. There was one character that only ever had one figure made for him, and there's like a ten pounds for us maybe ten dollars for you but he is going for mega bucks, <laughs> you know and he's a tiny tiny little scout figure as well but because that was the only oh, wow. version of that character they ever made that's what happens <laughs> yeah
1: i never got my clone wars um 501st trooper that was released on the yoda card back um I, hmm. I would never be able to purchase. I mean, I could purchase it now, but I'm not going to. Um, it's got to no. be a hundred bucks or something like that now.
0: Which one is that?
1: Uh, it was, it was a five O first trooper, and it was in the Clone Wars animated style back when um, they was the Yoda card back. Let me see if I can find a picture of
0: Those it. Those were only in Europe, uh, in Canada, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. It was it was another tail end thing. They're like, eh. because no one cares about Europe. Right. I mean, I,
3: I'm, uh, I mean, I mean, I can't say much because we've left the EU. But uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> we've we've all had our our countries make
1: some political mistakes.
3: <laughs> yes. Um. Unfortunately. But. God,
0: it? Um, yeah, I'll, it was, ha- I'll have uh, to hunt it
1: up in Yoda card back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did, I did buy some of those uh, from uh, I think from Canada. Uh, I think it was. I have them on the shelf behind me, but there's uh there was a Commander Cody, there was a Captain Rex, there was an R2-D2 that is fabulastic. Um. Ah. Okay, yeah. No, I don't have that one.
3: No, I don't either, and it breaks my heart.
0: No, those are expensive, though. <laughs> like, yeah, super, yeah. super expensive. Yeah.
3: yeah. I remember the animated style, but I'm not sure I remember the older card backs. All, all, all I can think of are the Captain Rex ones. They, they, they... were
0: a super like, small run, because that's when Disney took over and they canceled the plans for Attack of the Clones in 3 Right, And they had right, to shift yeah. everything. Um, I got a question for you guys. If uh, you could apprentice yourself to any Jedi in the Star Wars universe, uh, who would you select and why? Let's start with um, Dave. Uh, Quagon.
4: I don't, I don't know, I just... I was—I was at the right age. I love that movie. Um, just he was just so cool, and just seeing like it, how wise he seemed in the movie. Uh, maybe I was impressionable at the age when I saw Phantom Menace, and I just didn't realize, um, you know, Jedi could move like that and stuff. And I don't know. And I like
0: green lightsabers.
4: There's there's an answer for <laughs> you. <laughs> nice,
0: Dan. What about you?
2: Um, Avar Chris from Light of the Jedi. Mm. I actually really, really, really like her. She senses. She the force is really cool. Music.
3: Through music. It is, it's a. unique... I only, I only learned about that today, And yeah. I was like, that is such a lo- cool aspect.
2: Read the book. She has such a cool moment. in, Or listen to the audiobook, because it's even better, because there is music playing while it happens. But there, she has a really big part in the story where she uses that Force ability in hearing the Force around the galaxy. It's so cool. So absolutely, Avar Chris is my go-to. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna-
5: That's the second ready.
1: big recommend about that, this, this book now, so... Might have to do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, Tom, what about you?
1: Uh, probably Luke Skywalker, Last Jedi version.
0: Hmm.
1: Interesting. <laughs> in uh, in um, the original script to um, Attack of the Clones, there's the scene where Yoda and Count uh, Count Dooku have their big fight, which I think is very silly looking um it's fun you know it's all but it's it's silly in the original script that was you know released as, as a book or whatnot Yoda just stands there right doesn't move Count Dooku is trying to attack him and trying to do stuff and Yoda just passively is able to block everything right because that fits with what Yoda's original teaching was to Luke in *The Empire Strikes Back*? You know, it's it's you 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 use it for knowledge and defense and never for attack. And I thought the prequels sadly kind of got away from that, which was a thematic point of them. But Luke in *The Last Jedi*, his final his final thing is the the, the recognition of how the jedi are supposed to be if they're going to exist as an institution at all it can't be this dogmatic thing that it was it has to be this sort of more passive sort of thing so that would that would be my choice
0: Hmm. interesting
1: or darth maul because he's really cool you know (laughs)
0: You know, it's it's funny, like, you say that about Yoda, how how the scenes in the book, like, if they would have done that in the film and then saved, like, his antics and everything for Revenge of the Sith when he comes up to Sidious, that could have been kind of cool.
1: I agreed. Attack of the Clones was a movie that was based off of making choices to alleviate fan reactions to The Phantom Menace, and it sadly shows. Um, hmm. I, I, I complained to the high heavens about The Phantom Menace. I... Jar Jar
0: Binks is the worst thing ever, blah, blah,
1: blah. And now I I almost cried when I got my Black Series version of him. And my deep level of regret that we didn't get the full Lucas idea of what that character was. How he starts off as kind of a goofy, goofy, kooky guy. And then by the end of Revenge of the Sith, he's got a parallel story to Anakin where he's just this broken, corrupt political thing. Like... darn
0: <laughs> Adam what about you Jedi Master
3: hmm um, I, I would have to uh, probably agree with uh, David and say Qui-Gon Jinn because um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, I was about nine when the Phantom Menace came out I'd just like two years beforehand just got into Star Wars as a whole and Phantom Menace came out, and he was like, and and uh, Qui Gon to me was not just not just a, a, a wise ge- a person. It felt like he was. It felt like he was an empathetic per- empathetic person. It felt like he was a person to look up to, and the the, the kinds of uh, heroes I gravitate towards in like media. Tend not to be, you know, like the the traditional action heroes like Schwarzenegger or whatever. Uh, they have their place, but like my ideal heroes tend to be like people like uh, Doctor Alan Grant from Jurassic Park, mm. and you know, gu- you know, guys like that. So Qui Gon fit that for me, and if and um, like the thing that really cemented or sort of explained aloud my thought process of how I um r- really like Qui-Gon is when De Filoni said in the Mandalorian Gallery series it is it was where he was, uh, where it was uh, touching on how QuiGon uh is 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 more enlightened than uh than than the other Jedi, you know, not in a not in a uh what's the word I've forgotten words now. English, what are they?
1: Anyway, he's not stuck with the dogmatic problems mm-hmm. that were responsible for the end of the Jedi Order, right? Yes, the Jedi Order yeah. got so used to its traditions and its rules that it became a bureaucratic establishment, which was exactly, destined yeah. to fail. If it wasn't Vader, yeah. it was whoever the next one was. Uh, Qui-Gon yeah. was a guy that was like, no, I, I wish it had gone into a little bit more of why that was but that was definitely mm. the intent of that character and why he got kicked yeah. out of the, the counselor or whatever it was. Entirely, yeah, entirely agree. Entirely agree. Yeah, and, mm. and uh, that... Can I say something real quick? No. There, there is a, a fairly popular, well-known critique of The Phantom Menace um, that postulates that there is no main character... In the Phantom Menace, right? Who's the main character? I have no idea who the main character is because everyone thought it was going to be either Anakin or Obi Wan. The main character in the Phantom Menace is Qui Gon Jinn. He's yes. who we start the movie with. He's basically who we end the movie with. He's who we spend yeah. all. He's the main character.
3: This, He's neat. this is what I th- this is what I thought as well uh, to a degree because I remember uh, when I was younger looking at the poster and thinking like the like. Liam Neeson is top build. He's the first name in the, Crescent. but it doesn't feel like there's a main protagonist in a traditional sense. But he is the top building. So is he the main character? But this is a Anakin's story, is it not? I was like, yeah, but yeah, abso- But yes, yeah, a long way around to uh, uh, say that. Uh, yes, Qui Gon <laughs> is definitely. I would call him my space dad almost <laughs> because <laughs> because I gravitate to him, you know, so much, and you know the way he has this. Uh, I, th- I think one of my favourite things about him is the way that he has this quiet, assured confidence as well, and it's like he knows very early on that Padme is Queen Amidala he, he has that instinct straight away almost, and it's like when, when she reveals it in- on Naboo uh, before, the- before the retaliation, uh, everybody is like, oh my goodness, except him he smirks because he knows, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, of course you do. You have that insight.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, same here. I got to go with Qui Gon Jinn. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, for the same reasons you guys have already outlined so well, he's just really enlightened. He's really, uh, he's wise. He, you know, he's kind of doing things a little bit differently, but he has his reasons for doing that. And yeah, I just think he's great. I just, I kind of wish. Uh, we got more of him in some capacity, uh, Kenobi. Right he's, maybe
3: he's, we might,
0: yes, yeah, we might.
1: Hope so. Yes, hope so.
3: Uh, yeah, Liam Neeson has definitely said he wants to reprise yeah, his the role again. The so. Rumor so,
2: mill seems to think that it's going to happen. I would be stunned yeah. if hopefully, they didn't do hopefully.
3: that. Like, I, uh, absolutely, missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, that's um, yeah. yeah, love it. Another another thing as well is that uh, if I can just uh, real quick is that it feels like. I I don't know about you, but it feels like I could learn a lot more from Qui Gon than other people. If fe- and it feels like he's more willing to teach than other Jedi are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if uh, anybody else gets that feeling. Well, for me, but yeah, I, f- I mean, he's I pretty feel, wise. Like, it feels right? more open. Yeah. yeah,
1: it just feels more open. Well, Yoda just tells you everything you're doing is wrong and based on fear, right? I love Yoda, <laughs> but in well, the prequels, yeah. <laughs> he's just sort of like, oh, everything you're thinking, bad. Hide in closet, you must do, and like, you know, Yoda from Empire Strikes Back is a more interesting <laughs> than, uh, but yeah, Qu- Qu- Qui Gon is is definitely the one that's like, yeah, he's going to tell you h- how it is.
5: Hmm. Yeah.
4: It was cool uh, that Yoda arc in the Clone Wars, where Liam Neeson came back and voiced uh, Qui Gon. Oh yes. And he was yes. actually the one uh, responsible for figuring out how to become a Force Ghost and, and taught Yoda some stuff. So yeah, you know, that added the- for me. Yeah.
3: They did They did originally plan a, a little bit of that for Revenge of the Sith, didn't they? Yeah. There was, but, a, there was a cut moment that Yoda was supposed think, to be communicating with Qui-Gon. I think Liam Neeson uh, wasn't
1: quite as as into Star Wars. Like, Star Wars kind of gained its its popularity back a bit with the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. I remember at one point there was a quote of him, you know, talking about the, the prequels, and he's like, well, they just become sort of silly, haven't they?
4: Um <laughs> I remember when I was a kid being heartbroken, seeing a um, an interview with Harrison Ford when he kind of brushed off Star Wars, saying, "Oh, it's just that silly space movie I was in twenty And yet, years ago. Yeah. And yet he's going to be in yeah.
1: Indiana Jones Part Five. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, imagine, imagine how heartbroken would have been if we lived in the days of Alec Guinness, when 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 you know he beloved Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, basically, told people to stop watching Star Wars. There's, there's, too much. There's mutual. Like,
1: there's 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 conflicting stories about that. I think like he has his grumpy times, but I've seen a bunch of interviews with him being like, "Oh, it's I got the script, and it was from this this young guy named George Lucas who'd who'd made a neat a couple of neat movies, and I thought, oh, this is this is a nice little kids' story. This is kind of fun." So.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I th- I, th- I think Alec Guinness came from that. Traditional actor's background, where he's like he 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 wants to he wants to do the best of his own work and uh, ra- and rather than, and 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 it's like if someone get and it's like if someone gets too obsessed or into just one thing of his, that's when it gets a bit. Uh, come on, I've done other things.
1: <laughs> it's like your your former neighbor Patrick Stewart. Um, like <laughs> he didn't want to be part of of Star Trek anymore. He was over and done with it. Yeah. And now he's like, no, Captain Picard is an important concept. And these days, we need a little bit more of the Captain Picard and thing. So he's like, I'm coming back to the role, guys. I'm doing it. Let's do it.
3: Yeah. Well, I I did try out the University of Huddersfield uh, for a while. And he, of course, is, you know, chancellor of the University of Huddersfield. And there was this big, you know, rumor, like one of the first days you are there, everybody's saying, if you ever meet him, do not mention X-Men or Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you did see a little bit of that in the interviews he did. I once remember seeing him on Graham Norton like five years ago where he was promoting the thing that he was doing at the time. Yep. And then someone, I think Graham himself, joked about uh, Star Trek and, then, and, and Patrick just turned to him mid-sentence with a sardonic... Well, we could talk about that if you like. <laughs> and then went back to what he was uh, trying to talk. <laughs> so, it z- z- can be confusing sometimes.
4: <laughs> the point is well, they all come around eventually. <laughs>
1: Patrick Stewart has a house in Park Slope, which is near near nearby us, though we've never seen
0: it. <laughs> We're talking too much about Star Trek Oops. here. I think we need to. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> this isn't a Star Trek podcast. All right, if you're if if
1: you got to be pr- apprenticed by a Sith Lord, who would it be, and why is it Darth Sidious?
0: <laughs> why Darth Sidious, Tom?
1: Oh, I, I don't trust Darth Sidious to save my 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 life. No 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 way, man. I'd go Darth Maul. Darth Maul cared when his brother got killed, right? He cared. He was like, no, Darth Maul. <laughs>
3: That's that that's all I had about that. <laughs> <laughs> I I think, I think we're waiting for the dog to quiet down, but <laughs> sorry,
0: that's me. That's my dog. Aww. Sorry. She's uh, uh sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it could be the mailman or something. Oh, but goodness. um ah, I yeah, see. she's a little bundle of uh, barks.
3: No. Keep keep um, forgetting there's a slight time difference. But...
0: <laughs> yes, yes. What time is it over there right now?
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh,
1: for Adam, you've got to be... What, 10.45? 11.45, right?
3: Yes. Oh, no, 10.45. 10.45, 1045. oh, okay. Yeah, 22.45. Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, cool, guys. This has been fun. Uh, anybody have anything they want to add uh, to the uh, to our conversation here? Anything going on with uh, anybody? Anything new that uh, since we've last uh, ch- chatted about? <laughs> not really. Unfortunately, <laughs> COVID kind of messed
2: up my theme park coverage, uh, uh. <laughs> being that I'm a Disneyland person. So, I mean, and the only new thing we just talked about, Cal Kestis' lightsaber, that's which they cool, did right? confirm. Yes. I was looking; they did confirm it will be. Uh, you can get two of them and attach them gotcha. together. Oh, and But excellent. no confirmation oh, of color yet. So that's really okay. fun.
1: So people really yeah. like this Cal Kestis character. I've I i have not played the video game. It's a good game.
3: He's, really in, he's, he's a really in, endearing character, is Carl Kestis. He's got the naivety you'd expect from someone whose eyes are being opened to this thing. But he's also, but he's also someone where you meet him in the story. He's, he's uh, had to hide who he is mm. because it's during the Imperial occupation. He survived Order 66 when he was basically five years old. So that's had an effect on him as well. So, and it, what's but what's cool about a a the real... game
2: is you get to play that. You get to play yes. his escape.
3: Oh my goodness! When yeah.
2: the order happens, you get yeah, to like relive yeah, that memory. So, yeah, it's a really cool story. Really well done character. Um, yeah, I feel
3: so as well. It's... Like, like, yeah, w- not too many spoilers. But yeah. uh, <laughs> when when you play through that flashback of Order sixty six, it got me in the heart so much, especially when the music started going as well, because it played the music from Revenge of the Sith, and it was like, okay, all you these villains it. coming back now, and this is so sad. <laughs>
2: yeah, The game but, is very much a Star Wars experience. Nice. It is, um, yeah. Okay. Because of all the things they have you do in it. It reminded me a lot when I was younger playing Shadows of the Empire for the first time, mm-hmm. where you get right. to pilot a snow speeder, you get to go on foot, you're in space sometimes. It's mm. Very similar to that, where you're in vehicles at times, you're doing different things, and they've kind of got you doing a bunch of wild, crazy stuff as a Jedi, yeah. right. but with a really, really good story and, like, beautiful artwork throughout the whole game. It is, yeah. I have a tough Absolutely.
1: time with video games outside of Pokemon Go, but maybe I'll give that one a shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds, uh, I haven't
0: sounds... finished it. I'm still... Uh, I started it, like... When, it, when did it come out? Like It was, like, like 2019, November right? last year? Yeah, November yeah. 19
3: yeah yeah so when I, start,
0: I started and I, I never finished it so i need to get back into it yeah finally
3: definitely worth it definitely worth it i mean, i'm looking forward to in terms of video games i'm looking forward to what lucasfilm games is going to bring us hmm. and apparently like the, the next big thing is going to be an open world uh, star wars game as well which i'm kind of excited for because um, because uh, the, I, I love open world games where you can just explore, you can mill around, you can do things at your own pace. Yeah. So, like, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan, you know, I, I like going around cowboy Country, you know, things like that. Um. But it's like, but what if that? But, you know, planet to planet to planet Multiple to planet. Multiple planets, you, yeah. Yeah you, you get, yeah, you get that bit with Fallen Order, don't you? Yeah, you do. A, a but you're still bit, boxed yeah. in.
2: It'd be like Star Wars Galaxies, but not Broken. Right, I heard the Star
1: Wars galaxy didn't yeah. work very well. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, hey, so, Dan. Yeah. Any chance I can see your Kowakian monkey lizard? Absolutely. How dare you!
3: <laughs> this is a family <laughs> show. Me, uh, uh, let's
5: see
2: if I can get him close. I've got him rigged to my chair.
1: I so just. I'm in do. love with these things. I made my own little puppet one when I was a kid. Um, let's see if I can turn him on. Which here. I, I wish I still had, but uh.
2: <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's 70 bucks Has this little remote thing and a wire so you can like hide it behind you. And it has a little <laughs> magnet perch that you put on your shoulder under your shirt and you'll just sit don't, right Don't on have there. it too close to your eyes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Pretend to pluck them out for some reason. Yeah. Love that. I'd
1: forgotten about those. I'd forgotten about those.
0: <laughs> they have them on uh, on shopdisney.com for, for a bit and I, I, I intended to go back and grab one and I, I just forgot and then they got like a new batch of, of uh, merchandise and when that happened they they removed all the listings from the previous batch of stuff so uh, mm.
2: yeah well they'll probably have them at the downtown disney store if you make the trip
0: yeah yeah i got to do that
2: just for the theming just to go see it <laughs> they're going to yeah, have race peter outside so that's going to be kind of cool oh that's cool
5: Oh, that's yeah. Cool. oh that's cool. Yeah. nice yeah
2: nice cool well, one thing we were talking about with fallen order that i know you may not have known if you haven't played it is the lightsaber pieces from Savi's workshop at Galaxy's Edge are lightsaber pieces in the game. So when you, like, randomly, you collect boxes and stuff, you'll get little pieces, like just this sleeve or just this emitter, but of the different themes from Galaxy's Edge. And so you can I customize t- a mix and match version of Galaxy's I was if that Edge was a guess, the yeah. Game. Oh, yeah, yeah. They name them a little bit differently um, because yeah. there's enough to make eight lightsabers, two per theme. So yeah. in the game, they gave some of the themes a second name, like Duty and Resolve instead of Peace and Justice. Mm. So they're the same thing as Peace and Justice, but the extra pieces, they called something else. Yeah, But it was just kind of a neat tie-in that we don't see done that well. We always hope for these cool tie-ins of like, oh, maybe the yeah, game will tie in yeah. with the show and the movie. And, the and it doesn't always execute very well, but that one actually worked pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah and that's your custom
0: uh, lightsaber, right? Like your build your own. Yeah, this is the one lightsaber. from the
2: Sabi's workshop and you can like unscrew the pieces and put different pieces on and it's got a blade where you can put kyber crystals in there that you buy at Doc Onars yeah. and I know that the kyber point. crystals work with
3: the um I'm kinda of taking it apart here. <laughs> mm. But inside inside's and, and just and it's,
2: like a plain chassis. Yeah,
3: yeah I've got to and, and this is the pommel is the isn't the crit dragon tooth or something?
2: Uh Rancor tooth.
3: Rancor. Rancor Yeah, it's a Rancor <laughs> tooth. Because I've seen that before. I think I think Pixel Dan has his one of those. So. That's
2: one of the more popular ones, the Rancor Tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like the elemental nature that's supposed to be like, I don't oh, know yeah, if it's yeah. like bantha leather. I forget what kind of leather that's supposed to be. I still want to oh, get the
1: Rancor Tooth uh, set of uh, 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 flight glasses.
5: Oh,
2: those are really ah. cool too. Those are really cool.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's a dual weapon, right? If you don't have it on, you can stab somebody <laughs> with it on <laughs> the like other end. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know that at the point in time I eventually go to Galaxy's Edge, I'm going to have to spend to do the Savvy's Workshop thing. I heard it's, it's really, really fun. It's
2: an experience. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's totally worth it, too, because you get a blade, you get a bag, you get a cool pin, and you get a, a whole like show for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Mm. It's really cool. And it's actually, it's kind of emotional. Same was, like, with the Falcon. When you get there and you get a little emotional, they do a really good job with the lighting and music in the show. Yeah. That, like, you're you're building your lightsaber. You really are there building your lightsaber, and it's it's a moment. So if you if you let yourself just be into it, you can, yeah, it's...
1: I'm not always a cantankerous <laughs> jerk. Sometimes I can allow myself <laughs> to enjoy things.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that's about you at all, being
1: a <laughs> cantankerous <laughs> jerk, so. uh, let me tell yeah. you what
0: i dislike
3: <laughs> <laughs> again <huh?
5: laughs>
0: yeah no well cool guys um anything you want to add uh, let's start with uh tom where can our listeners go to find you online what have you been up to uh, on social media just tell us a little, a little give us a little rundown of what's going on in uh in Tom's corner of the Internet,:
1: oh, not, not not much for old Tom here. You can find me at Woozlin Demon on Twitter if I'm, uh, if I'm cantankerously complaining about something there or po- <laughs> posting uh, happy Pokemon gifts about you know something else. Uh, I've, I've got an Instagram, but I've updated it once this last year, maybe I, I, I don't know. you can always pump me up on Facebook too I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a grumpy guy, but a friendly grumpy guy.
0: Yeah, there's a difference. There's a difference. Uh, Dan, what about you? Where can our listeners go to look you up online? And uh, what's been going on on the Dano channel? Um,
2: Not a whole lot since Mandalorian ended has been going on on the Dano channel. (laughs) Um, But that's at youtube.com slash the Dano channel or on Instagram. I'm actually more active there lately. Um, Dano Flores, D-A-N-O-F-L-O-R-E-Z. And I have a couple communities that I run that are centered around Galaxy's Edge. Mubo's Droid Builders Club, where we customize droids. We'll take the Galaxy's Edge droids, paint them or add new things to them and just kind of make them cooler than they are. You know, $100 plastic toy, take them up a notch. Uh, so that's a group called Mubo's Droid Builders Club, which I run. And then also the Batu Bounty Hunt, which is kind of like a giveaway thing that I've been doing online since COVID and since we can't go to the parks. But it started last year before this all happened where I would go to the park and we would basically a way to play as adults and Star Wars fans kids could play too we had families show up but through Instagram and going live I would have people track me down and find me or now I put puzzles hidden in my videos or hidden on Instagram and if people can decipher the Arabesh or ancient Jedi text whatever I do if they figure out the puzzle and get the answer to me first I'll send them a prize I'll send them a you know a Hasbro Darksaber or a, you know whatever I've got lying around that I think would be a cool prize so yeah that's check really those cool. things out that is Just really fun cool. community projects to give you know people something to be excited about
0: yeah and you were doing the best too right for a bit
2: yeah 3d printed yeah i got 3d printed best car i'm selling those yeah. those are through the batu bounty hunt shop but those yeah, have like batu really bounty cool. hunt written on the side and everything and same with the bags of credits all that stuff
3: so
0: yeah look us up good stuff good stuff adam what about you
3: okay. Oh promotion owner, oh, no. uh, well uh, you you can uh, mainly find me on uh, Twitter um, at this is going to sound like a really pretentious username, but it's uh, Swift Agent Twenty Four on Twitter. Uh, but the main thing, uh, and, and I usually retweet stuff that I agree with or like or whatever. And uh, but the main online thing I tend to do these days is Byte. It's like an alternative to TikTok. Uh, and it's uh, from the guys who originally created Vine. And I do toy reviews, I do toy skits on there. So uh, I've got it linked to my Twitter anyway, but uh, if you find me on Byte, say hi. And uh, yeah, uh, I've got got, uh, plenty of uh, Star Wars, Transformers, Jurassic uh, toy videos for your entertainment, hopefully. (laughs) Fingers crossed.
0: Awesome, awesome stuff. And uh, Dave. How about you? Where can our listeners go to yeah, find you
4: online? I'm mainly are- on Instagram under Jurassic Dave 93. I'm on uh, Twitter, Jurassic Dave 93. I have a handful of videos on YouTube. Uh, I'm not really doing a whole lot right now. I've not been very present on, online, but I've just really been retweeting or reposting something in my story of other people's that I like. I've been tinkering around my old house here the last few months, but it's about to change soon. Uh, the new year and stuff, I feel more invigorated to be doing more pictures or whatever it is i'm into but yeah that's really about all i've been up to lately
0: awesome well guys this has been fun
4: absolutely absolutely highlight of my week (laughs) i like this format (laughs) Uh, i think um
0: yeah i think we'll do it more often uh yeah i want to get each uh each of you guys on the show within the next uh the next several episodes um so yeah it's it's uh it'll be great you know we'll talk about the games, Adam. I know we've been meaning to do one for a bit now about games. So <laughs> we'll get but, yes. that done. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dave, I'm sure we can come up with something to talk mm-hmm. about uh, regarding the film, film news, or TV news, yeah. or all the uh, media that was announced uh, recently for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, something about the theme parks, or I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. We'll find something. There's always new There'll stuff they're coming out with.
2: Yeah, there's always <laughs> new stuff. We can just say for about the merch sure. Oh, Share those yes. drink recipes yeah, yeah. with old Tom. I can here. do. I can do a couple hours on that. That's <laughs> actually
0: a good. That's actually a good topic. I like that. Yeah. I like that.
5: Make, yeah. ha- mix, um, mixing um,
2: cocktail hour. I'm into it. I'm definitely into it. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll turn this into an actual cantina, and uh, we'll mix some drinks.
3: Oh, fabulous, fabulous. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd, and, I'd, have, I'd have to say as well. You know, thank you, Victoria, for uh, gathering us uh, all together, rallying us around, and uh, and uh, I agree, definitely. Uh, if we can do like round discussions like this again that would be amazing really fun really For fun sure.
2: yeah it's fun
0: absolutely and cool. uh, tom i'm sure we'll talk uh, toys and recent reveals and stuff before too long so. i'll
1: complain about something grumble 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> grumble grumble, grumble.
0: <laughs> yeah because you can't tell a stormtrooper from a stormtrooper right uh, the, the, you, you, saw, okay, you you said okay you said like,
1: Qui Gon has this lightsaber and we need to have that lightsaber released. It's a green lightsaber, right? Like, what's the difference between the things? I I don't. This one's Listen, green. Listen, boy. Green. Let me tell you about the green lightsaber from Qui Gon <laughs>
3: <laughs> The scalloped handle, man. <laughs>
1: I legitimately, when when Attack of the Clones came out and then Revenge of the Sith, I didn't know that the stormtroopers in those looked different. I was like, it's the same thing.
0: <laughs> well cool guys hey thanks again for doing this uh, it's been fun and um yeah i'm looking forward to chatting with you guys really soon in the near future so
1: cheers thank you this was yeah, delightful thank you very much. Thank may you. the force be with you <laughs> this is the way
0: this is the <laughs> this way, is the way. <laughs> all right thanks guys And that's a wrap for this episode. Victoria's Cantina began on YouTube, and you can find plenty of toy content on the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel. We are also on Instagram showcasing toy photography at Victoria's Cantina, as well as Facebook at Victoria's Cantina and on Twitter ranting and raving about toys and other nonsense at Vic's Cantina. For fun and random toy clips, follow us on TikTok at Victoria's Cantina. Got a question or something you'd like to share with us? Drop us a line in the fax machine. You can email victoriascantina at yahoo.com. If you are so inclined and wish to drop a coin in the tip jar, we are on Patreon, where you can gain greater access to the channel while helping to keep the content rolling. For VC-branded merchandise such as t-shirts, ball caps, mugs, and other fun stuff, visit us on Spring and TeePublic. Links to all of these magical places can be found in the show notes. Do you have a minute or two? If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a 5-star rating and drop a brief review explaining why you enjoy the show. As always, I'm Victoria and no matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast.